Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This just in, the pollen count in Sydney is high today. Don't let hay fever slow you down. Get back to life fast with Zyrtec tablets. Zyrtec, no hay fever tablet, works faster. Follow directions for use references available at zyrtec.com.au. Bet fearlessly on your favorite sport with a risk-free first wager up to $1,000 at BetMGM. Sign up today using bonus code DAILYTIP and get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Tap into BetMGM's innovative parlay selection builders, live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions. Plus, you'll earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for room nights and dining at MGM Resorts nationwide. Download the BetMGM app or go to BetMGM.com and use promo code DAILYTIP to make your first bet risk-free up to $1,000 only at BetMGM. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. And now, the Odyssey 2022 Hockey Playoff Special. Oh, let's do it. I'm Michael Jenkins, joined by Lindsey Brown. It is our pleasure to give you all the insight and analysis as we get you ready for the Stanley Cup Finals, which start on Wednesday. You know, Lindsey already, if you live in Las Vegas, where she can be heard each and every weekday afternoon on 1140 The Bet from 3 to 5 a.m. or p.m., I should say, Pacific Time, or you already know her if you're an avid hockey fan because you follow her on Twitter at LindsayBrown35. Meantime, I'm on Twitter at JinxDC, and you can hear me weekday mornings from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. in the East on the Daily Tip. We have the Avs, who will have had eight days off before they take the ice on Wednesday night to face the Tampa Bay Lightning, looking for a three-peat after that thrilling Game 6 over the weekend, Lindsay. And maybe it was a Freudian slip when I said a.m. earlier, even though you're on Mm. in the afternoon, because it is early for you out there in Sin City. That's right. Hockey doesn't sleep out here, and neither do I, but uh, it's an exciting Stanley Cup final that we have ahead of us, but I know that we have to review uh, exactly how we got here, and you know, that eight days is a long time to be sitting on your butt, Jenks, to be honest. like I I remember just taking a few days off as as a former netminder. Your timing can get a little bit Mm -hmm. slow. Your neurons aren't firing as much, but I have faith that Nathan McKinnon probably has everybody up at the butt crack of dawn, just like me, ready to go to seize their destiny. Yeah, it's the cup. I mean, look at you. You're up early. You got your Mm -hmm. abs sweater on. I can already see him. We'll get to the Western Conference and the abs in just moments. But you mentioned it. Let's talk about how we got here, and we'll get into the specifics here as this pod goes on. But when you look at the East in particular, and here the Lightning are, trying to become one of those teams that has done something that no one since the 83 Islanders has done, which is one three straight. What did you learn from watching the East overall and watching the Lightning sort of weave their way through to get to this point? 
Well, for me, the theme, uh, at least for the Eastern Conference, is that goaltending rules supreme. Like, we just mm-hmm. saw two of the, the best netminders uh, duel each other in Vasilevsky and Igor Shesterkin. And uh, obviously, the, the better team won out in Tampa Bay. But I think the Eastern Conference has just been so strong these last couple years. And it's been different because you always look at Western Conference physicality, uh, blocking shots down, like a little bit more old school mentality. But I think that's what the Lightning are playing with right now. And I think we've seen a lot of teams uh, show their ability to transform themselves into playoff hockey playing uh, squads, at least with that mentality. Versus Western Conference, we saw a lot more wide open scoring and just offensive uh, outbursts. I, yeah, I agree. And one thing that I took away is that, you know, particularly when it comes to the Lightning, and, and maybe it sounds tired, but they're one of those teams that championship teams, regardless of sport, do this all the time, right? Where mm-hmm. they play really well during the regular season, but they know what it takes to sort of flip that switch at the next level when they need to. And the Lightning are never out of it the least forced them to a game seven early on i thought the rangers had their number remember in game three the rangers weren't only up to nothing in that series we had the lead in that game so the lightning found a way to say all right now it's time for us to do our thing and so for me it was just something that reinforced how dominant they have been over the past two and a half three years but this really is the ultimate challenge for the lightning and and I also learned that maybe they can handle colorado just because they have faced they haven't faced a team like this but they have faced teams that are offensive-minded that score a lot of goals just like Colorado does. Absolutely. And, and ultimately, that's where I think the, the advantage lies with the Lightning because the, the Avalanche have to figure out how to break through that, that wall, how to break through these, these block shot machines, especially like Ryan McDonough, who set the record for playoff uh, block shots for anybody in the history of the NHL. Minnesota born, we are very proud. But like, <laughs> that's that's what championship hockey is, right? That's what defense first is. That's what sacrificial hockey is. And so um, the Avs haven't not had to play that way, but they've just had different challenges along the way. And most of the time they've been able to overpower with their offense. But just like in that first game against the, the Edmonton Oilers where they got, they almost lost. They gave up like six goals. Yeah. I think it was six to eight or something like that. I think it put the fear of God in them. And then you're like, oh yeah, we can't just like step up in the neutral zone and do whatever you want because that is going to end up in the back of your net, especially when you're starting net minder uh, isn't always available. Let's go to the Western Conference now and what we learned there. Did you learn anything outside of the fact? I mean, it's just, okay, this is co- this is the team that we mm-hmm. knew they were during the regular season. This is the team that has always been favored to win the Cup from the very start. If anything, I think we finally learned, all right, they broke through. They finally got to this point, which we've expected the past couple seasons. They haven't been able to get it done. Here they are now, and now they really look like they're primed to win this thing. I'm actually going with the Lightning, believe it or not, but I I, I certainly understand why Colorado is the team to beat here because in virtually every facet of the game, they look like the best team in hockey, and they proved it in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, for the Western Conference, I think we learned that health is definitely key if you want to stop the Colorado Avalanche. I mean, I think the Nashville Predators, even though they got swept, gave them a pretty a pretty decent fight. By the time that St. Louis got there in the second round, they had already lost like Tory Krug and a, and a bunch of their defensive stars, and so they've been able to kind of walk through. And we and we knew how hobbled Leon Drysital was in that Western Conference final, but. In terms of, of what to expect with this team is, is yeah, the exorcism of, of those playoff demons and, and a team that has a lot to prove. You know, this is, a, this is a squad that's been in rebuild for the better part of 10 years. Yeah. And to finally see that come to fruition and, and still have, 
you know, their own adversities that they've gone through, like the the um, Nazem Kadri being a, a questionable thing for this final is a huge, huge deal for this team. Darcy Kemper being questionable for this final is a huge, huge deal for this team, but they've been able to rely on their top guys, their top talent that they've invested in, that they've um, named their leaders, and then they've been able to show up in the biggest moments. So, uh, like you say, it's a huge test for the Tim Bay Lightning in terms of their quest for a three-peat. I think this is the ultimate test to see, Nathan McKinnon, are you truly ready to be a mm-hmm. superstar in this league? Are you surprised that Pablo Francuz has been as effective as he has in net instead of Darcy Kemper? He's been good. He's won He won games two, three, and four against the Oilers. He's 6-0 mm-hmm. and oh in six games in the postseason, a 2.86 goals against average. Certainly Kemper is better, but... You, this isn't ideal for the Avs when you're going with a guy who's a very good backup but not meant to be your primary netminder. Yeah, I'm actually not surprised because once Kemper went out after that first period and Frank Hughes goes in, like there's just a, a different type of magic in playoffs and there's a different type of rallying point. That's why you saw so many teams pulling their goaltenders early. It wasn't just the, the fact that they were letting in a lot of goals. It's not always their fault. But in terms of the of the shock to the system a changing of the netminder can provide or a netminder that goes in who has been on the bench staying ready, trust me, I've, I've ridden the pine uh, myself as well. But then to see them succeed and there's always like, oh, my God, this is absolutely our destiny. Everything's working. Like, he's ready. We're going to show up for him. We're going to block <laughs> right. more shots. And then it just becomes like this this self-fulfilling prophecy. And Frank Kuz has been uh, nothing but worthy of, a, of an NA, a starting NHL netminder spot. But his problem has just been injuries. And so I'm really pleased to see that while the, the Colorado Avalanche haven't necessarily shirked that particular uh, uh, voodoo from them, I'm glad that Frank Kuz has been able to come through and, and provide that steadying um, presence on the back end because you just think they had a completely different net minor in general last season yeah. and he was a Vesna finalist like <laughs> right. with, with Philip Grubauer and so Frank who's has been there he's been part of this organization for the better part of three four seasons if not more and so I'm not surprised that he's able to step in and and be solid so the avalanche will be well rested going into Wednesday's game in Denver they've had they will have had nine days off between mm-hmm between uh, games here after just running all over the Oilers. Is that an advantage here? And I know we always ask this all the time in sports, but there is a point when, yeah, you want to be rested, you want to be healthier, and certainly the Avalanche will have that advantage over the Lightning. But how long is too long here? I think it just depends on the individual. I mean, it, it, I think it more depends on, on your psychological makeup because as, as someone like me, I was just like very high strung as a player. I like to be at the rink early because that energy is going to be in me. It needs to go somewhere. And so to have a lot of days to try to manage that. But at least in the last couple of years, like the Avalanche have had like eight different bouts with COVID. So they've had those times mm-hmm. where they've had to sit and kind of, you know, wallow in, 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 their, in their stagnation. And so I think that's going to serve them well. I think the fact that you have, like, the Nathan McKinnon who says no fruit snacks for anyone, like, he's going to make sure that everybody's on. And, you know, you have guys like Eric Johnson who have played in this league for the better part of, like, 15 years that have never even made the final. Like, there's that focusing up Mm -hmm. for him, for my teammate, for the guys sitting next to me in the locker room but I mean heavy legs are heavy legs and as I was saying the the neurons don't always fire right away if you've had a lot of days off I mean just look at the Tampa Bay Lightning when they played last round they got smoked they went down 0-2 um but 
that's what those opening, you know, 20 minutes are for to feel things out, maybe 40. You just can't be a minus. If you, if you can't be a plus, that's fine. Just don't be a minus. <laughs> right. well, I need to correct myself. So the abs will have had eight days off. They had nine days off after sweeping the Preds. So mm-hmm. they've been in this position before very recently in this postseason. You mentioned the layoff with COVID. I, I think they'll be ready to go. If anything, I think this will be a detriment to the Lightning because they just got out of a physical series with the Rangers mm-hmm. and they're not exactly 100%. I know the Avalanche aren't either, but the long layoff is something that doesn't doesn't really move the needle for me at all. Do more of what you love, like hug more kittens and more puppies. Aww. Get back to more of the things you love fast with Zyrtec. No hay fever tablet works faster. Follow the directions for use. References available at Zyrtec.com.au. Bet fearlessly on your favorite sport with a risk-free first wager up to $1,000 at BetMGM. Sign up today using bonus code DAILYTIP and get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Tap into BetMGM's innovative parlay selection builders, live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions. Plus, you'll earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for room nights and dining at MGM Resorts Nationwide. Download the BetMGM app or go to BetMGM.com and use promo code DAILYTIP to make your first bet risk-free up to $1,000 only at BetMGM. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. It will be a battle of contrasting styles. So coming up in just a few seconds, which team has the advantage? Thanks for being with us on our Odyssey 2022 Hockey Playoff Special. She is Lindsey Brown. I'm Michael Jenkins. All right, now we need to dig a little bit deeper into this matchup itself. Again, beginning on Wednesday, Game 1 in Colorado. I think we're going to see... An amazing finals. I'm really excited, not just because these are these are two teams. And I need to backtrack because every now and then we'll see in the Stanley Cup playoffs, you know how this goes, Lindsay. You'll see a team that maybe wasn't expected to sort of slip in and maybe they're playing their best hockey. But here you're getting two of the real powerhouses in the NHL. I think it's going to be great. What are your expectations overall for the finals? I'm going with the Lightning. I like the plus money, but I, I know I'm going to be in the minority there. Well, I expect Corey Perry to be in the middle of everything. Like that's that we know to be true at least right. in the Stanley Cup Finals. They've been the he's been the most consistent presence besides Patrick Maroon as uh, as Perry's playing on his third different team in third straight final. But it's going to be a, a true kind of clash of the titans in terms of styles because you have you know the high powered offense the 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 players that that Colorado Avalanche do in Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landeskog, Miko Rantanen, Kale McCarr. I mean. I'm wearing the jersey for yeah. a reason, people. Like, this guy <laughs> this guy is something else. But at, at the same time, the Lightning have been here before. They have everyone bought in where they're blocking shots. They're keeping everything nice and tight in their defensive zone. And they're waiting in the weeds, and they're being opportunistic. They're like, oh, you want to do rush stuff? You want to go play offense? That's fine. You know what that does? It runs out a lot of energy. What we're going to do is stay tight, stay um, ready, and hope to turn pucks over in that high defensive zone and hopefully get an opportunistic goal, whether that's in the end of the first period, end of the third period, they don't care. They just want to stay within striking distance. 
Is that really sort of the difference here in what style will, will dominate? Because if it gets to more of a defensive battle where mm. that's what the Lightning want to do, they just want to rely on Vasilevsky to sit there between the pipes and do his thing. And then when they get their chances, they'll take those offensive players, send them down the ice and get those opportunistic goals that you're talking about. If you're the mm. Avs, I would think you want to break them out of that and just run, 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 make this game back and forth and use the offensive firepower that you have. Yeah, or just convert on power plays. That's the mm-hmm. other thing I'm really interested to see how the Lightning manage that because the Colorado Avalanche are just such big-bodied individuals. That's why they kind of get into trouble in the high zone a lot because if they get too many of those guys up high, that's where those pucks can get turned over. But the Lightning are a rough-and-tumble bunch. Just look at that fourth line like mm-hmm. I was talking about with, with your Pat Maroons, with your Belmars, with your Riley Nashes, with your Corey Perrys. They're going to stir stuff up. And if they start going to the box, you know who I don't want to give opportunities on the power play? Nathan McKinnon. Usually they try right. to feed Miko Rontanen on the right side, but if you look at the stats for the last uh, at the last series for against the Rangers, Vasilevsky's getting beat blocker side a lot, and there's reasoning for that. But that means they're probably going to shift that play, or at least Kale McCarr and 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 Nathan McKinnon to try to take shots from the left side and try to take advantage that way. And so if it's on the rush, if it's on special teams, that's where I think the Colorado Avalanche can really hurt you. But if it's more five on five and like you said, a defensive minded battle, then I'm all lightning. If you're looking at the series prices right now at MGM, you've got the Avs at minus 190, Lightning plus 155. And those prices, those, those are just about spot on. Do you think there's still value on the Avs at minus 190? I think there is. Yeah. I think that this is going to be a long series. And so uh, the, the back and forth and just how I think betters kind of manage looking at hockey and stuff, it's just going to be a lot of back and forth money, especially if the, the Tampa Bay Lightning end up winning this first game on the road. And so it, it, it honestly just it's a toss up. This is what the Stanley Cup finals are. And you're just hoping that you're scoring more goals than the other squad. And so it's just we'll see which teams are operating with the with the peak of their powers or at least the, all the tools in their toolbox in this first game. And then you see how injuries and stuff shake out. <laughs> Yeah, and I love the narratives going into this Cup Finals because if you're Colorado, it's, all right, this is what we've expected. They are the best team. They have the most talent. They can do it from their blue line if they need to. They And they're so physical. And then on the other side, you have more of an old-school type of team in that Tampa Bay is more defensive-minded. But clearly, when you're going after three consecutive Stanley Cups, and that hasn't been done since the 83 Islanders, you're putting yourself... In, in dynasty territory, and we'll get to that mm-hmm. later on in this pod, but can you put in perspective a little bit what this would mean historically if the Lightning pulled this off? Because even if they don't win at all, they they are a team that has been formidable year in and year out. Mm-hmm. Three in a row is ridiculous oh, to man. me. Like, it's it's ridiculous to me. And, and to say that it's not a dynasty two in a row is kind of a stretch to me because Hockey is just so hard for you to make it back. Like the, this, There's a reason why we say the Stanley Cup playoffs are the hardest and the most hard fought in sports because it's true. And it, they're a month and a half long, 60 minutes, no whistle. It's just the Penguins won two in a row, what, five, six years ago, and that yep. was crazy. And then you had the Chicago Blackhawks that won three within like five or six years. And that's nuts too. And you just think about like Chicago and how they would have to hemorrhage talent and they would keep their core, you know, with your, with your Taves and your Kane at the time, uh, your, your Duncan Keiths and stuff like that. But then their organization had the vision to be able to find good hockey players. Now with their vision missed a lot of other things that I think are more important, but in terms of 
what the front office has been able to do and what Steve Eiserman was able to do in building up this organization over the past 10 years, who, who's now the GM of the D- Detroit Red Wings, and they're hoping that he can do the same for them. But Julian Brisbois made these trade deadline deals for, like, your Nick Pauls, for, and, and that happened every year, and they picked the right dudes every single year. And then they, when they made their big trades a couple years ago to bring in, like, Ryan McDonough from the New York Rangers, like, that, I think, really changed the the trajectory of this team into not just being a high-scoring offense like that squad was when they won the President's Trophy, but then they got swept mm-hmm. by the Columbus Blue Jackets, right? Like, you have to have a shift in mentality and what an understanding that is gained through experience and then bought into. And just to have enough guys to be able to communicate that to the new to the new ones in the locker room. And, I mean, it all starts and stops with, a, with an excellent netminder, but I, I just... This is a very special moment for hockey, even if they aren't able to win it. And it's very rare that we're going to see a team make three straight finals. It's just, it's too hard with the salary cap. Yeah, I too agree. And now the, the parity is greater than ever in the NHL as well. We yeah. see also, and that was one of the fun things going into this postseason is that you can make a legitimate case or at least a justifiable case for a lot of different teams going in as opposed to it being so top heavy. When we look at the total in game one, Lindsay, it's set at six and it's been fascinating to watch totals throughout the playoffs because Mm -hmm. god at times we were seeing six and a half sevens on the board in some of these games so this is at least for me i like to see it down a little bit a little more traditional hockey there even though i understand why totals have gone up what do you expect specifically for this game i like the lightning for the series i'm gonna i'm gonna die on that hill because i've been on the lightning for a while now but i i like the abs to win game one i think being rested is going to help them here and it's going to take the lightning a little Mm -hmm. bit of time to adjust what do you think I kind of like the Lightning in game one. Do you? To be honest. I, I do because as much as you say, well, they've just had a hard-fought series, like they're also rolling with a lot of momentum and a lot of belief, and you just hop on the plane. Time for our next uh, our next challenger, guys. And so I, I think the eight days off will work a little bit against the Avs. Now, I like the Avs overall in the series, but I do like the Lightning game one. And that total set at six, I mean – that's right on the edge, but I, yeah. I think it's an I think it's an under because if I'm thinking that the Lightning are going to win, it's probably going to be low scoring, and if it's going to be low scoring, that means there's going to be a feeling out process. There's going to be a lot of hitting, and there's probably um, some disciplined hockey too. You don't want to get too far outside of yourselves, or at least both of these teams kind of know what it feels like to get too outside of yourselves early on in the series. So I think they both kind of want to ease their way into it. Maybe not cannonball jump into the pool right away. No, that makes perfect sense. And also, if you do like the Lightning, it is worth pointing out, we don't know if he'll play in game one, but it looks like Braden Point will return to the lineup for the Lightning. I don't know how that guy's playing. I, <laughs> like, one leg, I, one leg. I, I, yeah, I mean, he set up the last series, has that lower body injury, but John Cooper says Bad it's, hips. Quote, yeah, extremely probable that he plays in the Cup Final. So it looks like we will see Braden Point at some point during this Stanley Cup Final. Coming up in just moments, we'll give you our best guesses as to who will win the Conn Smythe Trophy as playoff MVP. Right now, we're talking... And hockey. I'm Michael Jenkins along with Lindsey Brown. If you like what you're hearing, remember to subscribe and follow the Odyssey 2022 Hockey Playoff Special wherever you listen to your podcast. New on Curiosity's Dream, she was a loving wife, a devoted mother. She also stole atomic secrets and gave them to the Soviets. Meet the woman whose deception kickstarted the Cold War on the spy who stole the atom bomb. And what if they catch you? Then I shall be shot. They're coming! Come back! Relive history's most death-defying escapes. It's impossible escapes. Civil War. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. 
So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Getting started is simple. Schedule an online visit at GetRoman.com slash BetQL now and get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Okay, here we go. We touched on this for a hot second a few minutes ago, but if the Lightning don't win the Stanley Cup, you still consider them a dynasty, yes? Yeah, I mean, I I don't necessarily measure dynasties in hockey and championships, and that's probably weird for most people to kind of compromise. But it, like I said, it's such a such a hard challenge to even make the playoffs every year after 82 games to get lucky enough not to get injured enough where you can stay afloat and then you end up with an opponent that you can kind of manage. Like, we're this close to having no Tampa Bay Lightning in this final. Right. You know, because game seven against the against the Toronto Maple Leafs. But those are, the roads are paved with almost moments everywhere. <laughs> yes. And so the, the fact that it, it continually has fallen over to the side of the Tampa Bay Lightning, the comeback victories, the, the, the late game heroics, and their ability to shut things down, their ability to say, Come on, keep knocking on our door and, and, and play our style, play to our level of discipline. And, and that is just so M.O. of John Cooper. If you watch the, the Road to the Stanley Cup the last couple years, which is, I think, on like Amazon Prime or something like that, when he comes mm. in the locker room with a lot of swear words, people, that I can't say. <laughs> but he talks, about, he talks about discipline. He talks about patience. He talks about playing the hard way and challenging your opponent to do the same. And that's just not an easy thing to do. Not everybody's equipped to do that. Not everybody's patient enough to do that and so uh just the way that they've been able to gather not just a a group of talented individuals but a group of of like-minded individuals and to accomplish what they've had um whether it results in a championship this year or not cannot be understated i I totally agree with you and two back-to-back cups is something they're already teetering in dynasty territory but when you look back over the past few years the lightning have always been a factor always been in the situation where you know if you're in the east you got to get through Tampa Bay, and here they are. If they win three straight, it's not a question. But I'm kind of like you. When you consider parity in the NHL and what they've done with the amount of talent that they have on that roster, it's hard to think of them as, as anything otherwise. Let's look at the odds of Betting Jim right now for Con Smythe. And your guy, you got his sweater on right now, Kale McCarr. This is the pick. This is the pick. For That's the, the Avalanche, one? this is the pick. Okay. Yes. Well, he is the favorite at plus 175. He is the leader in points for the Avs during the postseason. You've got your guy, Nathan McKinnon, 2-1. to one followed by Andre Vasilevsky, Nikita Kucherov at 4-1. to one. And then the odds fall back a bit. Steven Stamkos at 14-1, to one. Miko Rantanen at 16-1. Yeah. I'm not going to go back and give you every single player here, but if you're going for a Conn Smythe winner, I assume that's the pick right there. You just said it, right? Yeah, I got three names written down for this. I got Makar, okay. if it's the Avs, Stamkos, then Vasilevsky. Like, Vasilevsky is going to be an easy one because they're like, oh, it's always about the goalies, and trust me, it is about us. But... Steven Stamkos has been the name that has saved this team several times, more than Kucherov, because Kucherov disappeared for a few games. He's always the one that that kind of gets you in the later series, but in terms of mm-hmm. getting the team going, it is Steven Stamkos. This is a guy who has one of the best, best shots in the NHL. If you get him from the top of the right circle, it's not going to be a fun time for you. And as the captain, as a guy who didn't really get to contribute that much, at least on the ice when it come, came to their 2020 Stanley Cup run because he was hurt. Remember, he came out for like one game. He had that one shift. He took a slap shot, scored, and then oh, got yeah. off because he did the same thing, right? And then last year, obviously, he was a big part of that run too. But just you look to your, you look to your, the, the guys with the letters and, and, and to come up for you big. And and he's been there more than I've seen him in the last couple of championships. So he's kind of like my dark horse pick, but eight. 
Kale McCarr. <laughs> I can't really think of anybody on the Avalanche. I mean, you could say Nathan McKinnon, but he has way more assists than goals, and that doesn't mean very much in, in terms of, like, well, what matters more. But in terms of who's – if Wayne Gretzky says you're the best player on the ice and Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisel was out there, don't you probably think you probably side with him? Yes. Like, it's just top to bottom – this guy's 23 years old, and it's not just the fact that he's able to score. It's that he's able to shut down your scores, your best guys, like and keep them in front. That's where his skating ability truly comes into. Everybody loves to say, well, this is edge work. It's amazing. He can score so many goals. As a net miner, that's great. But those edges, for me, mm-hmm. matter the most at my defensive blue line to like the top of the, of the circle in my D zone because that's where these guys are making their moves. That's where it's the difference between a one-on-one and a one-on-o or yeah. if somebody's going to come back and get support. And he is just Velcro-like. And so I'm just so excited the league has him. Like I'm so pumped that he fell down to the avalanche in his draft year because without him, like this whole concoction really doesn't work because he's that special. Wow. I mean, that's a, that's a hell of an endorsement. But you know what? You're right. And also, it bodes well for the future of hockey because there's so much young talent mm-hmm. in the league right now just across the board. I feel like such a square here, Lindsay. Since I'm on the Lightning, I am going to go Vasilevsky at 4-1. to one. Now, I will say this. I love your Stamkos pick because of the value. I mean, he had two goals in that, winning against the Rangers in Game 6, and certainly he's a guy who has done it all, so wouldn't surprise me at all. But I always try to figure out what, how will this play out? And if the Lightning are going to win here, how will this have to play out? I don't think it's Lightning outscoring the Avs. Now, certainly they'll have to do that. But what I'm saying, they don't want to get in that type of game. They want to stick to their game plan, which is we're going to play defense. And if they if they win, it's going to be because Vasilevsky stands on his head and does what he does. And narratives matter in hockey. And that will be one of those. They matter in all sports where you say, well, all things being equal, look at this guy. He was able to shut down that avalanche attack. Nobody saw it coming. Mm-hmm. He's a vet. They, they build their defense and, and even some of their offense around his goal play. So at 4-1, to one, I'll be the square guy who takes the underdog lightning, but a pretty obvious choice in Vasilevsky. Yeah, I mean, he's just unbelievable. But even he has limits. Like, we all have limits as net sure. miners. And I think that the, that the um, New York Rangers really – put on a clinic in terms of how you can score on him or how you can score against the Lightning. And I think the Lightning's ability to basically cut the offensive zone in half and keeping the light or keeping the avalanche on one half of that ice is going to be the biggest difference in that series because if the avalanche are allowed to make those cross zone passes or for like it's a Kale McCarr down to one of the flanks like that's where you can stretch out the net minder and if you have traffic in front they get pushed back in their crease a little bit so that's going to open up stuff up top like that blocker side and so if 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 the avalanche are allowed to kind of do whatever they want from the tops of the circles and higher and, and, and be able to distribute that way. I don't even, I don't care if you have three Andre Vasilevsky's in there, although that, that a number of arms would probably work out a little bit better. It's just, you can't, go as wide as you are desperation wise in your butterfly and get your hands up high. And so for me, it's really about getting the avalanche into places that they don't want to be. So and what better Lin- team to equip to do that? Lindsay, it's clear you're the expert on this show. Can we get three Vasilevskis on the ice? Can 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 we get three goalies? I don't know on- if is that is that against the rules? Possible. Is that against the rules? Three goalies Only on the ice. Only if we have a clone machine. Okay. But right. he wouldn't be the pers- first person I clone. Okay, I'll look at clone machine odds at that MGM. I'll go on the. They got him on Amazon. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> See if I can find him. She's Lindsay Brown. I'm Michael Jenkins. We're wrapping up our Odyssey 2022 hockey playoff special. Before we let the fine folks go, when you look back at the season, this is when we reminisce. We look back and say, oh, God, mm. what a time it was. That 2021-2022 NHL season. What will you most remember? 
I will remember that this is the first big crack in the old hockey armor. Oh, nice. I like hockey that. Hockey imagination is here, and it's here to stay, Jenks. No matter how many coaches say that it's bad for the game, like the Trevor Zegerses, the the Adam Foxes, the Kale McCars, the everybody needs to get on board with thinking about this game a little bit differently and just a little bit more creatively because – the game is going to be better for it. The fans are going to be happier with the product. And ultimately, it's going to help move this game forward. So the more that the the, the old guard fights against this, the more problems we're going to have in terms of emerging as a sport in the in the larger consciousness. But this is, this is the year for me where the hockey imagination went wild. Now, when you say that, are you talking about more talent on the ice and more creative ways to score and sort of getting away from that traditional low-scoring, sort of grind-it-out type of hockey, which we've seen in the past, but now since we've seen talent come from all over the world where, you know, your your bottom two lines were used to be known as guys who were just grinders and, and goons, yep. and now there's just so much talent there that we are going to see more scoring because the game is opened up by virtue of the amount of talent on the ice. Yeah, absolutely. And and with that comes our, our difference in expectations of goals being scored. Like I mentioned earlier in the playoffs with net miners being pulled and everybody's like, well, do we go back to him? Do we do this? That's as much an adjustment on the as on the net miners and players themselves as it is on the coaches and the fan bases in general. Because we know, like you said, narratives matter, and this stuff impacts in the way impacts the way that these guys make decisions and how they feel and how they play and everything else. Um, but you're, you're right in terms of the bottom six really thinning out a lot more speed, a lot more talent, a, a lot more creativity, and that's largely driven by, I, I think, the USA development model we're, we're just seeing because there's more players coming out of the United States and Canada that have grown up developing in small area games, not saying to themselves, I can't take a shot from here. I can't make this pass. I need to do this. It's just you allow people to paint with the with the brushes that they have and see what mm-hmm. happens. That's what I would like to see from hockey because it's just it's so structured. They don't want people who think. They want people who follow direction. Oh, and that's, I- that's where this next layer is for this sport. I think my takeaway is I think this was a huge year for for hockey in how many different teams that we have seen that are very talented right now, who have bright futures, teams we haven't seen in the past. Like it was, I had a futures ticket on Calgary. I love the Flames, and, mm-hmm. and so it didn't work out for them, but they have the talent to be better. Uh, the Leafs were very good. The Oilers are back. And obviously, you have the Avs now. We have an old guard with the Lightning, but the Panthers are great. The Hurricanes are great. You, you, can, go, you can go across this league and see teams that we haven't seen in the past or teams with great histories, and all of a sudden they're looking like teams with a lot of young stars that can make some noise in the future. And when you sort of see a shift like that, it's always good to have those traditional teams and the Lightning are one of those teams recently that have been good for a long time. But I also think it's healthy for the sport when you see a bit of a shift and you see different teams start to come to the forefront that are all very talented. So I think if you're Mm -hmm. looking ahead at the future of hockey, that's really exciting. Yeah, it's just about finding consistency, at least for those next level teams, because it's it's easy to score goals in bunches during parts of the year for, you know, just this month or whatever. But it's about finding those consistent games and how to apply that uh, to different opponents, not just expecting your opponents to kind of um, merge around your style. But it, it's an exciting time to be a hockey fan. And I think um, a, a penultimate kind of uh, matchup between the Lightning and the Avalanche. It's exactly, I think, what we all kind of needed, especially the last couple of years where we had like Montreal in there and Dallas and all. It's all good. It's right. all fun and games. But like, come on, we want right. to. We want to see. The big guys go. Exactly. And we get a big boy matchup starting on Wednesday. Thanks so much for listening to the Odyssey 2022 Hockey Playoff Special. If you want to keep the conversation going, you can follow us on Twitter. Lindsay is at LindsayBrown35. I'm Michael Jenkins at JinxDC. In the meantime, enjoy the hockey. Lindsay, thanks for all the knowledge and good luck on all your bets.
Bet fearlessly on your favorite sport with a risk-free first wager up to $1,000 at BetMGM. Sign up today using bonus code DAILYTIP and get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Tap into BetMGM's innovative parlay selection builders, live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions. Plus, you'll earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for room nights and dining at MGM Resorts Nationwide. Download the BetMGM app or go to BetMGM.com and use promo code DAILYTIP to make your first bet risk-free up to $1,000 only at BetMGM. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.